1: I assure you that we shall do
0: even better. I assure you I will secure the country. Immediately this government came, they took measures, things improved, but it didn't last long and it wasn't sustained. And what has happened thereafter is that things have deteriorated to a
1: level that was inconceivable. From every corner of the world, we bring politics, oppressions right to your comfort zone, home and abroad. We keep you abreast of everything that relates to decision-making and more.
0: the solution is basically that those who are presently in government must listen. They must listen to citizens. They must listen to experts. There is no point in this arrogance. Join the
1: impeccable duo of Ponsac Fanab and Omeyemi Akiyori on Nigeria at sunset, Mondays through Fridays, 5 to 6 p.m. on J101.9
2: FM. Hi there very good evening to you welcome to the program nigeria at sunset on j101.9 here in jaws my name is sponsor Fanab. i hope uh, you're having the best of time this thursday evening being the 26th day in the month of um, august 2021 well i don't know what stories you're you know following but obviously if you're in Plateau state it's just the issue of insecurity uh that people you know are following and yesterday uh, we have to thank the military for repelling an attack on the same community yesterday last night so uh, we're sincerely you know grateful we express our gratitude uh, to the military and encouraging them you know as well to do more more you know uh, so that our lives, properties will be really safe it is very very unfortunate and i'll say uh, highly condemnable that you know uh, some persons for whatever reason, we'll just take up arms and, you know, start killing other uh, people. It's very, very sad, unfortunate, barbaric. Well, um, lot of stories. Just this afternoon, this morning, news filtered in the air that the um, Nigerian, Nigerian Broadcasting Commission wrote a letter of, you know, a redress to Channel's television uh, over the program held, I think, two days ago, where a, naval officer retired, a retired naval officer and the governor of uh, uh, Benway State making comment, and they said that it is very uh, insightful and whatnot. Uh, uh, well, utom is not new to these things because, you know, he's been consistently saying that uh, the president appears to support, you know, uh, he, his tribesmen—that's what you know, Governor Samuel O'Tom, you know—has constantly you know been saying. But uh, this time around, Channels Television has you know uh, letter written, and the news we got was that the presenters of the program yesterday, Coyote and Chamberlain—you know—were invited. I don't know to, whether to call it you know invited or arrest. I don't know what to uh, call it. But I have a lawyer close to me, an erudite you know lawyer that will help me understand. What is the difference between an invitation and an arrest? And could this be that we're back in those dark military days that decree, the famous decree four? Well, several think tanks and global, you know, democratic scholars all over the world have said that the only marker that distinguished Nigeria as a democratic society is periodic conduct of elections. That is the only thing. Uh, but when it comes to freedom of speech is, uh, expression is uh zero uh You find young people beaten just because of their hairstyle. you know if you carry dreadlock, they'll say that you are uh a tout, you're a bad guy you know, and then you get molested uh, and whatnot so you know this is the kind of society that we live in that expressing your opinion thoughts you know uh, you'll be held responsible for it. but that person you know who secured the votes of the people. You know we' we'll do all, look at you know the security situation, and it's like yeah national assembly is quiet, you know president is quiet and you know, and when they attack uh, uh, n d a he said that this is the time that the military will show, so uh maybe the president is implying that you know uh' it's do me I do you, that people have died It's the kind of society that we live in. And again, the Nigerian people, you know, always think, always assume that, let there be that one person that will speak for us. That is not how democracy works. Democracy is the people speaking with one voice and let them be heard. So imagine, you know, everybody, you know, uh, saying that, no, we know good, we know Gogurye, there's a protest, whatever it is, you know, uh, because it's two-way that the government will listen to you, either traditional method, you know, engaging uh, them in a way, friendly manner, or protests, not violent, but peaceful protests, which, of course, is enshrining our constitution. If the Nigerian people wait, because right now uh, the politicians are gathering to uh, say that, no, this is the favorite person. And Nigerian people are saying, oh, here comes our Messiah, here comes our Messiah. But that Messiah will turn out to be, I don't know what to call it, but we're in this country. I'm going to play an insert from uh, Dachung Musa Bagos, Honorable Member Representing, just South, Just East Federal Constituency it was on national TV early this morning. Uh, we're going to listen to what he said. I have two guests. One via phone, Honorable uh, Shea Usali Hassan, is uh, going to join us via phone, and I have the NBA Chairman here in Plateau State, Barrister Yakubu Bawa, and we're going to look at you know justice because Plateau State is in need of justice. Everybody deserves justice. Uh, today at the building material market, unfortunate, I saw petty business people, their goods were uh, burned down. And I said, no, This is really unfortunate. This is really, really unfortunate uh, that we've reduced. Just this morning, you know, my brother called me on the phone and we we're talking about what's going on. And uh, he said something that I would like to share. He said, It's like taking us two to three hundred years ago that people, get, uh, you know, the clannish fight in Africa this is manifesting itself in modern times that someone just because of the ideas that they have or they've choose to live by they get killed they get murdered and the government seems unperturbed undisturbed you know about it and people you know when asked how many people then kill Two. Oh, thank god say no plenty so people are numbers right now in our society it's a kind of crazy society that we've built uh, for ourselves after the inside the uh, conversation will start with my guest. Stay here.
3: It's quite
1: unfortunate with what we are facing uh, uh, right now on the plateau. Um, uh, the situation, it, 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 it's a carnage that you can really explain. Yeah, by the way, where it happened uh Just Not is a border with my own constituency. And definitely what happened... The one on the plateau happens to each and every one of us. And and, 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 I, and I've heard my elder brother, the commissioner, but to me, we have passed that stage. And I appreciate the sincerity of some of the things that he has said, because the feeling now on the plateau is that enough is enough. The feeling now on the plateau is that people no longer need the political statement or waiting for politicians to be politically correct, waiting for us to tell them that, that this is look, We have passed that for long. What people now are waiting is for immediate result and immediate action. It has gone The error that we are telling people do this, uh, government is doing that, and so on and so forth. What people are now waiting and looking for is immediate justice. That, look, we have waited on government for long. I have, this morning, I have received over 50 messages our phone numbers have been circulated on the plateau and even the entire country that you should watch your representative from national assembly that you should watch your your of assembly members and if you see Demands that people are already putting out of 15 messages, uh, chamberlain Over forty messages. I say you are our representative. When you are on the floor, what we want you to hear, what we want to hear from you is that justice impeach the president. What we want to hear from the House of Assembly member is impeach the governor. What we want to hear. These are the kind of messages that people are are flying on our phones and bulging us with on our phone because people are tired. What? Are uh, those issues that we really need to see practical issues uh, on the table? For instance, when we are talking of justice, a uh, few weeks ago, when the, the unfortunate issue that happened in Rukuba, the, the government and even the press, and uh, even new channels, they were able to identify and say illegal use. But this is something that has happened yesterday. Nobody could say this is who that did it. But all we could hear is now unknown gunmen. So how is it that uh, immediately the youths were identified within 24 hours that they were the ones that carry out a carnage? But what happened yesterday? It is ongoing unknown gunmen. for how long are we going to wait for unknown government And for how long are we going to? When our people are being killed, it is on own government. And when our people stand to defend the land and try to see what they can do, they now identify them as illegal youths. They now identify them as Biro youths or Mokorbu youths or anabuta youths. These are issues that uh, we will need to really look at as the people and government come up clearly. Clearly, yes, we appreciate the efforts of government in peace, in peace building and whatsoever. But what are those recommendations that the peace building agencies have been bringing out? Uh, forgiveness garden to go and forgive who are the garden? When people have people that have been killing us are supposed to be the ones to come to that garden and forgive. Forgive us, because the majority of 80% of Plateau people are, be, are the people that have been uh, killed on daily basis. So, who are those people in Plateau should go and forgive in the forgiveness garden? People that have been killing people on the Plateau are supposed to come to that garden to forgive us. They to, to seek for forgiveness from us. So these are issues, and we come to curfew, and, and I mean, these people no longer even trust the issue of the that on ground, because there will be curfew, and when curfew is ongoing, people have moved into their houses, the curfew is like uh, catch people in their houses and to come and be killed. But these are issues that people no longer have confidence in the system that they need practical solutions, they need immediate solutions, they need issues that look, what can we do to do this out?
2: Well, great you're here. The program is uh, Nigeria at Sunset on J1 1.9 here in Joss. Well, uh, we have uh, my guest here in the studio with me, Baris Ayakobu Bawa. Good evening, and thank you for coming, sir. It's always a pleasure to
4: be on this platform, and good evening, uh, listeners. And we're still praying that things will get back to normalcy. It's so sad that it, most of us, some people are just having 24 hours coffee mm-hmm. at home. It's quite unfortunate, but we keep praying for our nation.
2: Well, uh, Barista Yakubu, uh, yeah. first, let me ask you how you feel. Last year, there was a lockdown. Uh, this year, uh, there was a uh, Jusun strike. And right now, lawyers, you know, curfew again. disrupting regular business activity. How does yeah. it make you feel as a, as, as a person? Well, actually, Ponsak, I lack the adjective to express my
4: displeasure, my disillusionment, mm. and, and the level of sadness and pain that I passed through. Uh, particularly looking at what happened yesterday and where uh, we lost a lot of people. Corpses were conveyed at the government house and people, a lot of things like that. It's so sad. This is not the kind of country we pray for and we even desire to have. And it's so sad because people, like that, People, there are a lot of people that are earning their daily pay. Now, all these have been truncated because of curfew here and there, insecurity and people are just running here and there, you know, helter-skelter trying to, to see how they can make their ends meet. And also now, it's not about even making ends meet. It's just to have their safety. Mm. So it's so sad. For us, from the legal, within the legal uh, as, as cycle or community, I would say that we passed. is quite, it's quite uh, nauseating. And he, he's, he's hitting us hard because, like you rightly mentioned, the uh, issue of corona was there. We're yeah. trying to pick up. The issue of, of Jusun's track is mm. there. Now,
2: here, you know, issues like that. Yeah, well, we have our phone, Honorable Shehu Salih one time member representing uh, Just North Bassa from 2003 to 2007. Good evening and thank you for joining, sir. Thank you very
3: much. It's my pleasure.
2: Well, uh, first, I mean, when you read in the internet what's going on back home, uh, because I know that your heart is here in Plateau State, your heart is in Jaws, how does it make you feel, you know, with all of this killing that, you know, happened in. in in uh, Zagam community of just north, you know, and you represented, you know, our same constituency as well. And, uh,
3: well, thank you very much for giving me the opportunity to talk to my people. I can to, to answer you in very simple terms. I am deeply, deeply saddened and heartbroken. Hello. Hello,
2: I can hear you. Okay, okay. So you said uh okay, say that again, sir. I,
3: I, I mean first of all I thank you for giving me the opportunity
2: to Oh, okay, You're welcome, sir. What? And then, yeah. And, and,
3: and then and then I and, and then there's simple and perhaps there's this this is simply no words to describe it. And I am deeply saddened and heartbroken by the events of, uh, that have happened.
2: Yeah, but this is coming after curfew. There has been curfew in in in, in Plateau State, uh, and these killers go about killing people. Do you think it's time for us to rethink this curfew culture we have in Plateau State over the years to uh, make security more proactive to serve the people that it is meant to serve? I agree with you
3: perfectly. I mean, it, it, it's absolutely in order what you have said. I think we need to rethink the culture of of. Um of curfew, do they really work? Or do, do they just exacerbate the situation on the ground? But, but in the meantime, while we are thinking uh, creatively to come up with ways that will save our people, their lives, their property, children, mothers, grandmothers, there's absolutely, for now, uh, no other option when you have a, such a situation. You have to contain it. And the way that you can contain it is if you make it uh, really, really naturally impossible for people to move. I, I want to say one thing. I think, I think uh, the, the situation is really so important that I'm happy that you have brought it. I know that our security, I have said it in the past. I will continue to say it and I will say it now. Our security is overstretched. Our police is understaffed, undermanned. The military is equally undermanned and overstretched. We have to take the issue of security very seriously because that's the only way that development can thrive. So I think, I, 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 I think we have to rethink the culture of, uh, of what we think creatively on an alternative uh, solution the culture of um, what you've rightly uh, you said, uh, curfew.
2: Yeah.
3: It really works. I think it works. It works because you can see curfews being imposed in all societies, including those regarded as developed uh, societies. So it does work to an extent. But in our own circumstances, where, where people are sleeping innocently, they are disarmed. Not even disarmed because they were sleeping. And armed groups, completely unchecked, uncrazed, yet to these people, slaughter them, slaughter their children, mothers, grandfathers? Does it really work? I don't know. Yeah, I think well. Probably our, our intelligence gathering system or mechanism
2: yeah. must be looked into. Yeah, well, okay. Oh, honorable, I'm together with Barrister Akubu Bauer, the NBA chairman. So at some point in time, he's going to make his own comment as well. But let me ask you this question and then Barrister Bauer will answer. I will, will, will respond to, will uh, comment on, you know, your comments and give his own perspective. Right now, you know, over the last 10, 5 years, we've had a resurgence of... Uh, not resurgence, but a new sec- volunteer security outfit. The Neighborhood Watch, uh, the bangers, you know, and the Vigilantes. And right now we have Hunters. Will, If you were a member, you know, in the House, will you suggest that they be co-opted into regular security to make up for the deficit that you've, you know, earlier on said that we have? Uh, I'm not sure
3: I would support... Um opting of vigilante community policy yes which which must be based on a process that ensures that every member or every enrolled officer of community policy it's there must be a process or a mechanism of thoroughly betting who becomes member of that i'm sorry i mean uh, community policy otherwise we will only exacerbate the situation if for instance, um, uh, I, 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 let me give you a very, a very uh, good example. If if you have, uh, let's say, let's say you have hunters. Hunters, hunters have a life of creative violence, and all they know is violence. Not violence. they are you know that's what it means i really do not want to be uh um,
2: yeah but but, but 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 with I'm sufficient oh. okay they have the
3: the i'm just writing i'll just i'll quickly answer you okay which in some in some circumstances I and mean, in some areas so wonderfully yeah so so community policy yes which can include the but there must be a mechanism there must be a system of vetting who becomes because we have heard criminals in our military and police because there is a system that is not thorough and there's no system or mechanism that guarantees that a criminal is not being enrolled into our security office and you, you know, or you know very well and of course our listeners know very well when you uh when you when you enlist or 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 have a criminal into a security outfit, it is likely to cause more mayhem than secure lives and property of the people, which is the primary responsibility of government. So I think there must be a mechanism, a system of thoroughly vetting who becomes a police officer. Oh, okay. It's a community policing system who who becomes a member of the military. We have heard uh, instances and situations where confirmed or convicted armed armed robbers. who changed their identity and then got into our security outfits, either the police, or the military, or paramilitary, which is customs, immigration, and things like that. And they and they went on to perpetrate what they were doing before, but this time around with a cover which gives them authority, or authorization, or legality. So, so this is this is what I think. But, but there's nothing wrong with vigilantes. Eh? But there, there has to
2: be, there has to be a very, very thorough way of treating who becomes a vigilante of the like, community political system. Okay, okay. Yeah, well, Barrister Abawa will make his response to uh, what you just said now, sir. it's nice
4: to be with yeah. you. It's my pleasure, uh, honourable. Thank you. We've seen you everywhere. Uh, warming up for 2023. Wishing you the very best. Uh, let me say this, actually, I... For instance, we're talking about the issue of community policing. You know, there has been a clamor, there has been a call from different quarters talking about issue of restructuring. And for us, one of the things that is vital and sacrosanct that we must do is to change the governance architecture of our country, meaning that we must decentralize power. There's nothing wrong in having a state police, but there are fear which we expressed in most uh, most often times is that the issue of excessive use of power and recklessness. How do we do that? There must be a mechanism to be able to time that, to be able to determine at what point will you use state police and making sure that state police do not go off tangent to do something that is criminal or unconstitutional. But let me say this, for us on the plateau, it's simple. We don't need to worry about whether, uh, talking about state police, we already have a particular outfit which would have been a good platform that government can use. For instance, there is already uh, Operation Rambo. I-, I said this at one forum to say fora to say that the problem we have with our country today is the issue of continuity. For instance, if we know Operation Rumble was created by uh, Baba Jang, he came with it. And as a governor today, for instance, there's nothing wrong in trying to see how I'm going to consolidate that. Let me tell you, there's no way, as a governor on the plateau, I will not secure my territory. Whatever it will take within the ambit of the law, I won't wait for the federal to determine what I can do. I will use my own resources within the state to see that I secure my people. That is one thing that I'm created. I'm also I'm elected to do. Because we always say that the primary responsibility of government is to protect lives and property. But I always say that it's become it has become a cliché. People just sing the song without knowing what it means. It's a constitutional provision. And you have taken an oath to do that. The first thing is to secure the land. The first thing is to secure the people. The first thing to know that without security we can not do anything. Economy must crumble. It must collapse. People will be in, in, in abject poverty hunger will be there. So what I'm saying is that the issue of state policing is something that we must look at. But for Plato, you don't need to worry about that because there's already a platform, a pressure rainbow. How do we know that we get a capable hand? That is now the process of recruitment. is opposite. It's fundamental. It's vital to look at. How do we recruit these people? One, how do we do it? Simple. Any person that you know or whoever has shown desire, that he wants to be part of Operation Rambo, and trying to look at, okay, vigilante, we go back to his word. These and, and the rest, they know who actually the people are within that community. Is it a person of incapable, impeccable character? Does it have the competence? Does it have a capacity? Particularly the issue of character. Once we have a good mechanism to be able, the selection process, and making sure that we don't entertain a culture of impunity. Once somebody go off, and he knows he contravened the law, definitely there's going to be a sanction. I tell you we will come out with a good force, a good set of people that will protect our community, and I show you there's going to be a security.
2: Yeah, well, uh, Horrible, you heard that, sir. Okay, so, uh, well, talk to us about, Yeah, the, I know that you're going to respond, but talk to us about justice, uh, because at the heart of everything is the issue of justice. Talk to how will you recommend that government should go about pursuing justice? Uh, for Because right now there's issue of even economic justice and justice to uh, not restore lives because we can't bring back lives, uh, but justice, you know, for those that have been killed, so that their family members will feel that well we have a government that is concerned. Yes, uh, although I'm
3: not a lawyer, but I'm, I'm happy that um, I have a, I have a I have a colleague here who is a lawyer, and he can chip in where I go wrong. On, on. the justice, the justice is a relative term, uh, and uh, uh, the, just for justice to be seen to be done, is where the culprits are, are looked up for, hunted wherever they are, get them, and then and then punish them to the full extent of the law. This is justice. When when people are being killed and named and then they see that justice is not done, uh, then then their confidence in government or leadership begins to erode. And I'm happy that uh, that is justice. That is one aspect of justice. But there is there is another another thing that that really uh, provides security, Provide emotional security, physical security, and sometimes uh, personal security. You know, uh, although the public good of security uh, for, the, for our locality mm-hmm. may be inadvertent, you gradually realize that it is in your own interest to supply a few other public goods as well. One is to help your inhabitants to trade with one another. If you become richer, then you can not, then you can become richer by taxing them, for example. So you provide a contract enforcement service for them. After all, you are good at enforcement. If you enforce that, then you should be good at provision. So you call it a court. And around it grows a legal system. You might also run Trade, enhancing infrastructure, such as roads, bridges, marketplaces. You might even, even though this, even even though it takes amount of vision, put a limit to your own self. You know, uh, by, by by closing off some options, you make your richer subject less inclined to adopt the interior a defensive strategy of refusing to invest mm. so when we when so provision of public goods, is one way of seeing that uh the people uh, get justice
2: hello hello can you hear me yeah 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 okay go ahead yeah so he talked about barista uh, barista bauer talked about operation rainbow perhaps you would like to make comment on that
3: I am. I. I do not have a, 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 very, excellent record of how the operation Rambo, uh worked. I don't know if it was a vigilante, or a composition, or uh, of uh, or a joint task of, sort of civilian and uh, military or, or security personnel. But whatever it, it was, I think it worked. I think. I think it worked. Um, and 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 that the, the barrister agreed with me that there must be a mechanism that is thorough, mm. just, not only seem to be thorough, but recognized and agreed to, agreed upon collectively by the entire society, which gets uh, who becomes enlisted into one of these groups. I think it's a matter of confidence.
2: So basically, so you, you are confidence. saying that you want people of impeccable character, just like Barrister Bauer said. And there should be vetting uh, uh, community leaders who uh, serve as guarantors or uh, referees uh, for people to be enlisted, you know, in this community policing thing so that uh, we don't have, you know, miscreant joining uh, the um, uh, organization.
3: Absolutely true. But but being uh, being, uh, impeccable only does not necessarily only mean that Person. There is there is our there's a there's a fundamental problem that we are all facing, and, and we know it to be true. But uh, you see, our our diversity has been used against us by the leadership. So so as what well, you have know, noticed, we live with leadership followership. We need people that understand that first of all, it is their duty to protect others' rights as well as theirs. Once you have people that are are not inclined towards uh, a divisive tendency along religious or ethnic lines, that could be part of what the professor has described as impeccable character.
2: Yeah. Hello? You can hear me. Yeah, okay, yeah. Hear you. Well, yeah, let me come to the barrister in the studio. Barrister, uh, you heard what uh, Honorable show uh, Saleh Hassan, you know, I just uh, said, you know, he's more concerned about the recruitment of uh, because uh, if there's a deficit, which obviously there's a deficit because uh, we need like a resident uh, security operatives to avert you know, uh, these killings. But talk to us about if the plateau state government right now uh, will say we are going. Uh, we want to pursue justice uh, and bring the killers, the perpetrators of uh, the killings, to book. Will you suggest an agency or commission, or, or how will you suggest uh, that the the state government get the authentic victims or survivors of this carnage? Uh, so that they be given justice, you know, uh, to them. So they have more trust in government to say that, look, my government, you know, supports me and my government is concerned about me, and this is the justice that I've gotten, and I will be more patriotic to my government.
4: Well, let me say this. I I don't want to digress, but I think it's, uh, it's important or significant that I bring in one or two issues raised by my brother, Honorable Shehuls Ali Hassan. He rightly mentioned that... Uh, If uh, there's something that is not clear, I'll be able to put you. Let me say this. Within the context of our discussion, uh, we cannot say that justice is, is relative. Uh, it, it is not with because it's not actually connected or dependent on something else. Justice uh, is, is within the context of what we're talking about. Is pertinent and is relevant for us to have a peaceful and progressive society. We must talk about justice within that context. Now, let me say this before I come to the question as to the issue of carnage. How do you identify the victims? Now, you see, when we're talking about security today. One thing that is important is for you to know as a government of a state, for instance, you can recruit people to be part of Operation Rambo, part of community policing, for instance, even if it is vigilante, there's a way you can do it enough. There are a lot of youth that are doing nothing, and, and, and they need to be engaged. And once you have that heart that you want to bring them, and, and instill that that patriotism in them, that come, before you thrive, and also maximize your potential, security is in common, is, 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 is paramount. And by the time I tell you, give me 1,000 youths consigning this country to And just, I will indoctrinate them to carry the vision, the purpose, why they should live a life that will be meaningful, not only to them, to the society. They will carry that vision. That spirit will be instilled with them. You will fire them. They will go. They will protect. Their own environment is destroyed. Now, within the context of what is happening on the plateau, for instance, let me give you an example. Issue of justice is, is even the way you govern, the way you administer. There must be justice. Now, let me try to see this. I don't want to be misquoted. I want to be made, make myself clear, and I want people to understand what I'm saying. For instance, the killing that happened on the 14th day of August, we condemn it in totality in its entirety. We condemnable terms. We are not happy that, as according to the story, the narration, some commuters were coming. They were killed. But let me tell you the issue. I'm not trying to, it's not about the blame game or trying to say this is who has the, no, we have gone beyond that. But I'm trying to juxtapose. I'm trying to bring this in in alignments, in in concurrence of what we are discussing this evening. Now, what happened is this? What actually, what was the remote cause of that killing, of that 22? Simple for There are people, people were killed 60, 70, and 100 houses were decimated. And the pain is that government did not do anything. Presidency Gaborsheu did not come out because, as far I'm concerned, Buhari doesn't speak. Is Gaborsheu always? Uh, he he didn't come out to condemn it. He didn't come out to say uh, people lost their lives. And secondly, IG did not send IG to investigate. The governor, according to the story, when the member went to even tell him what was happening, he was sleeping. He didn't he didn't go there. I don't know. I'm, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not holding brief for him. He knows better. But according to the story, and also there wasn't any help from anywhere. Now, it was that actually issue that aggravated and exhibited and brought to this issue that people were pained And they feel if there's no government to react to our situation, then they think, which is wrong, which is wrong, that they can take her law into their hands. That was what degenerated to the level that we are in. Now, in justice, you don't wait for, you don't, justice doesn't look at. That's why us as a lawyer, we have a woman that we said, that the justice lady, her, her, her eyes are closed. And she picked a scale, she picked a sword You don't look at your left, you don't look at your brother You don't look at religion, you don't look at ethnicity There has never been our, just like Honorable said Our diversity has never been mismanaged Like President Obama just admitted, like this time it was so mismanaged that you're talking about issue of nepotism you're talking about sectionalism, regionalism issue of religion, ethnicity is there, now why are we talking about justice justice requires that when you kill an individual, we have a common humanity, that we are Nigerians we are people, I don't care what he's coming from I don't care what religion he preaches but they have elected me as the president to what, to govern them and I must stand, whoever is killed I must go to make sure that that they sanction, and we must get the culprit. We must punish him in accordance with the law. That is what we are talking about. Justice now. Justice has many things. Like within the context of what is happening now. Back to your question. Going forward, what we are talking about now, people were killed. That was a criminal criminal act. Now, what in the within the context and within the perspective of criminal jurisprudence, when we are talking about justice, is a three way traffic: one to the victim, two to justice, two to the society, and three to the accused, even the suspect, because. It is our penal court that is desecrated. Now, therefore, we will need justice. Even the person that his blood is crying for vengeance, he needs justice. The accused person also, he needs justice because we must follow, we don't go to say that we're going to kill the person. There's a procedure for him to be prosecuted. There must be investigation because the law says within the context of the Constitution that he's presumed innocent until contrary is proof. So there must be a fair hearing and also a fair trial for that individual. That is just within the context of criminal law.
2: Well, honorable show. Well So you heard it from the lawyer. You, you are modest to say that uh, you are not a lawyer. Do, do you have any response to give uh, before uh, we open the phone lines? We'll start taking comment. I think, uh, I,
3: think I can only add some of the things that uh, we, the guy said.
2: Please go ahead. Uh, sir. He, he, uh,
3: I can only add, but I want to make a statement, uh, which I, I don't know if he, if he the way he sounds it, he would agree with me um, without sounding political. I'm being fair here. I think we all heard the, the executive governor, the other day, and I'm interested to hear what um, uh, the, uh, the guy uh, would say on because that shows him that he is a respecter of, of law. And it takes me to one of the things he said because the governor said people have been apprehended in the past. And he he said that because he's a lawyer, so he knows his limits of detention. Only the courts can do that. And he says people come to bail these people out. So these people that have come to bail these people previously, they must be called and they must account for those people they they, they bailed. They have to be held accountable. So that's one of the things that the government... Uh, said that really, really, uh, while on one side I I, I saw uh, an an instance where where perhaps other the, the security forces or, or or government or whatever it is is quite slow, gives me hope that someone respects the human rights. So if people have been apprehended in the past, there must be there must be a way that they will be held in custody. Especially and particularly when they are apprehended for committing such a heinous crime. This is, this is the worst kind of crime that you will commit. And I want to add and build on what Paris has alluded to. You see, a nation building depends upon the choices made by leaders. Their choices...
2: Yeah, maybe, maybe you need to say that again because repetition is the uh, mode of learning or further the case may apply. Maybe yes. say what you said. You said nations are being built by a forgotten. Just say it so that it it yes. stick. That
3: that 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 people that were previously apprehended were being built by the persons unknown. I don't know. I mean, His Excellency did not mention uh, any name but
2: No, no. Know. But I I think, Honourable, you said just you said a society. You said nations are being built by the choices of leaders. If I yes, got you correct. I, yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I'm adding I'm adding and building on what uh
2: Barista has said. Okay. And okay. I said that nation nation building depends
3: upon the choices made by political leaders. Leaders,
2: okay, interesting. Because their choices
3: influence the pace uh which our societies turn into states. So one the, one reason that ethnicity is considered an embarrassing topic most of the time, uh, by many Africans is that it is seen as a throwback and this this of modernity. So as modernization proceeds, it will surely fade out. There's no doubt about that. This is what, it's, what everybody agrees This is a uh, comforting proposition. Everybody thinks that, yes, it will fade out as we develop, as we get uh, more educated, as we begin to understand each other more. But, but as it has now become repeatedly the case, so being comforting does not make a proposition true. So there is no substitute to evidence. The evidence from a recent surveys of attitudes across uh, some African countries by uh, by an NGO, if I get it right this time around me, uh, I think they are called Afrobarometer. I'm sure. I'm very sure.
2: Yeah. You can check it. Okay.
3: You know, I, I don't find it encouraging that's because it found that if people are educated... They are more likely to identify themselves through their ethnicity. The same is the case if they have a, a job that they are being paid by government as opposed to the traditional occupation, if uh, farming. The same is the case if they have experienced political mobilization. So, development with the attendant education, jobs, and electoral competition is increasing of ethnicity, diversity, rather than erasing it. So perhaps this is because it is the modern economy, rather than the traditional economy, that the ethnic political concept is being played out. If you know what I mean.
2: Yeah. So,
3: so, so, uh, uh, really, there's so much to do with leadership here. Yeah. We we must we must begin we must begin and as I have said all the time and I will repeat now. We must we must begin to tackle the issue of ethnicity and faith of religion seriously, uh, selflessly and with the singularity of problems. All
0: right.
3: So uh c- cynical symbolism is not gonna take us anywhere, we all know. So we have to be really, really uh practical. We have to be uh very, very proactive. I I agree with so many things uh, uh, what Barista said, even though he wanted to, what he wanted to be
2: true. Yeah. yeah, 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 S- yeah, well, yeah, honorable. If you let let him just give a rejoinder because I need to open the conversation, it's very interesting that I just looked, it's uh 15 minutes close to the end of the uh, program. So, if you will, please, uh, just uh, barrister one minute so that we'll open the <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah, okay, uh, honorable. The issue is that you talked about the issue of the governor, I talked about that issue which you raised the issue that they are apprehended, these criminals they need to. That's why I don't want to overflog this because I talked about this on this uh. This, on these platforms, uh, just just platform rather, just a few days ago. Uh, the issue is that's why I said even the accused person He's what? We must be treated the person justly. Like, for instance, what happened on the 14th, a lot of innocent people were, 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 were arrested, and they are in detention now. So, so the issue of, of bail, whether the person has come to secure bail and here on, those are issues. that must be conditions that can be set. And, and once they are set, people will follow. So what we're saying is that allow the law to take its course. Now, now on the issue of ethnicity you, you talked about, I find it difficult when leaders treat people Just in accordance or in line with the faith that they subscribe to. I wonder as a person, as a leader, why should I do that? And for instance, there is no mistake. The reason why God has created Nigeria, we have more than 500 ethnic groups, is that ethnicity. Now, why should I? Today, I'm a magavul man. And this person is an Igbo man. I will never discriminate him because God created him. He can't be Igbo like me. He can't be magavul like me. If I think... That is, someday I should go and blame God. He created me. I, I, I just found myself to be who I am. So the issue of ethnicity is that it's just the leaders. For instance, like I said, it, and I, I stand to be corrected, and I also stand, it's my candid opinion and, and, and my, my own observation. That in this government, Buhari Adum said, I have never had a level of nepotism like this. And what is it, nepotism? On the basis of ethnicity.
2: Yeah, well, uh, Honorable, let me take some Facebook uh, comment. Uh, I'm sure you heard it. Uh, Frank Price on Facebook. Uh, are you still with us, Honorable? I oh, am. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Great, great, great. Frank Price is saying, where there's no justice uh, served, there will be pain, anger and revenge. The state government must be fair in their discharge of duties for peace to reign in the state. Richard Agbita is saying, it's quite unfortunate that in this part of the world, there's no leadership. And most especially in Plateau State, peace is a process built on the foundation of truth, fairness, justice, and equity. Charity Harley is saying, where there are where are the elders of Plateau State? Why is everyone keeping quiet? We're helpless already. Izang Atzi is saying, um, seriously, peace cannot be uh, kept while the leaders have been sentimental and, in, and unjust. Uh, God have mercy on this. <laughs> okay. Jacob Palm is saying, the high level of impunity we see from Nigerian government is becoming outrageous. We have to respect the rule of law and to value human life. Otherwise, we are doomed in this country. Sam Shudin is saying, where there is no justice, there can never be peace. The governor should do the needful to protect lives and properties. Danjuma Peace is saying, delay justice on what basis? Uh, justice should be given to whom is due to. A request for justice was made some weeks ago, weeks back, and Mr. Governor did the right thing. I hope he do save now, irrespective of religious bigotry and sentiment. I hope Mr. Governor will not leave the curfew till Saturday, uh, because these individuals would uh, like to attend church service. We shall not be just representative, but humanitarians, uh, you say. Lots of comments. Uh, let's, take, okay. uh, let's take the first call. Hello, good evening. Thank, Thank you for calling.
0: Yeah, from Sanbury evening. this NNC, i coming from Tidal.
2: Well, it's in NNC.
0: Yeah, uh, you see, all these killings happen in Elon, it's crisis. They should do something about it. Look at the way people are dying as if they're animals. And if they give people, they'll say they have condemned it, that they are condemning it. Is it condemning it to make all these killings stop? They should do the little so that this issue will stop once and for all, please. My, my regards to your guests out there, please.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Sani S.K. saying, uh, real cause uh, as follows. Injustice, real cause uh, as follows. Okay, violence. I hope that's what you mean to say. Number one, injustice. Number two, he said, plow State government must involve religious and community leaders in decision-making. You cannot be staying in Abuja or government house to be making laws. No engage. uh, The People said, okay, not really clear. But thank you for sending in your comment. Hi, good evening. Thank you for calling. Oh, good evening, Gideon. Calling from Anguilla. Thank, thank you, Gideon. We're listening to you.
0: Yeah. Uh, the first thing remains that uh, I turned up for the barrister in the studio. He has made it clear to the world. Billy Graham quotes. Are uh, you know I me? Mean? He quotes, "When injustice becomes a law, resistance becomes a duty." Are you getting me? Yes, go ahead. We are in a nation. Here. I don't know if the governor, the governor of Plateau State, I don't know if it's the governor of the state. I don't know if it's the governor of Plateau State or is the governor of the president over there. Because we can see the, we can see the injustice. Women are, women are around the state. We in the Platton, we have seen so many things. But it's unfortunate that the government has failed in totality I don't want them to believe, but that is it. We have lost no confidence in the government in the sense that a criminal is in court in the nation in the state. They will involve him to the presidency. When he gets there, the president will match him to his own language and let him go. What do you expect? What do yeah. you expect? All right. I strongly believe that. Listen, any an unjust law, unjust law is not a law at all.
2: Thank you. That
0: is That is my belief. Thank you. Many people have seen the hell of it. We have seen the basic language from our governor. Thank we you. We should speak out the truth.
2: That is it. Thank, Thank you, me, sir. Thank you. Yeah, well, honorable uh, show, Sally, I said. Maybe your, your response and final thought, because we're really pressed. I wish we can go on and on. I, I just find this uh, conversation really philosophical and uh, uh, in, uh, interesting. Go ahead, sir.
3: I did hear uh, some of the comments that, um, that, that
2: were made by the callers. I did not hear them. Oh, basically, uh, it's about uh, just, uh, sorry about that, uh, because we have poor weather conditions here. It was just about, you know, justice and uh, people are criticizing the governor that he should do more uh, because he's not doing enough.
3: think I and in as much as we would want to, I would not politicize this argument. I think I would be forthright and, and try to be as objective as I can. Governors governors not only our governor, governors are actually uh, faced in a kind of conundrum. You know, they they are their hands are so so seemingly tied to their back. One, there is a constraint, uh, the economic constraint, the shortage of resources. Two, they do not actually control uh, the military or even the police. Three, uh, it, it's, we have come to realize that it's beyond one person. now. I'm going to be very honest with you. It's beyond one person. It's it, uh, uh, that we we have. Uh, Yes. We just have to energetically cultivate a culture of really accepting what binds us rather than what divides us.
2: Thank you very much, Honorable. Thank you. So I wish lo- I
3: had- I wish, I wish there was more time to
2: say. I, I, I wish to <laughs> too, really. But thank you. Thank you very much for your time. i uh, still looking forward to having you in the studio, if, if time permits you. I know you're a busy person, but thank you very much for your one hour that you've given us. Once,
3: once again, thank you very much for giving me the opportunity to talk to
2: our people. Thank you. And um, and, and I would like to condole everyone
3: on the platform. No exception. Every one of us is, is aggrieved. Yeah. And we are in grief. Thank I you. everyone. We take everyone. We must keep praying.
2: We must, we must believe in one another. Thank you. We must look at the things that bind
3: us rather than things that divide us. They are more important. Far, far, far more important. Thank you very much,
2: sir. Important. Thank you very much. I'm,
3: I'm, and can I, can, I, can I also really finally and just quickly uh, tell our leaders that... Uh, many times and places they have to understand the importance of cultivating the appropriate emotions let them not cultivate emotions
2: in people that is based simply on ethnicity mm. or, 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 or faith they must cultivate uh, they must cultivate and encourage people they
3: they, they, they they do not they must encourage people in in finding way of making our togetherness Together, and stronger. Let me say it once again: that we must find a way of uniting our people.
2: Thank you. They,
3: they, they, make, they, they get it wrong when they think that unity means uniformity.
2: Unity does not mean that everyone must be the same. Unity, yeah. does, unity does not mean uniformity. Yeah. Well, I'm. I'm really afraid, uh, Honourable. I. I. I, to I will. Let <laughs> yeah. I,
0: I hope to be in your you as
2: soon as I come back to the UK. Thank Th- you very much. God you. bless you. Thank you very much. Well, Barista Bawa, your final word, like in one minute. <laughs> well, 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 my final word
4: would be that, for instance, uh, Honorable, I beg to disagree when mm. we talk about issue of they don't have resources. Mm. Let me tell you something. It's all about, one, misplacement of priority and sincerity of purpose no matter what, if we are focused to address security, we can. Sincerity of purpose. What stops me as a governor, for instance, to come and tell the people of Plateau State, this is the money I have for the next one year. Everybody must be patient to understand that we must cure our environment, our society for anything to strive. So what I'm saying is that it's sincerity of purpose. And also having the vision, having a competent hand. The problem with politicians is that you are surrounded by people that are not cerebral. There are people that cannot offer anything. They just they just do they, 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 they inundate the system without nothing, just iota of the spirit of sarcophancy. We, we 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 can't offer anything. I, I can't be a governor, you are close to me, you can't offer anything. You must have the capacity and the competence to deliver. So let me tell you, these things are doable. This is achievable. I'd like your
2: spirit, Honorable. Sorry. <laughs> it's horrible. Barrister, maybe it's a prophecy. I don't know. <laughs> Thank you, Barrister uh, Yakubo Thank you. I mean, it's always interesting. You know, yeah. I really enjoyed the conversation yeah, and you tempted yeah. me yeah. Yeah. that I couldn't resist. You know, yeah. I've, I've gone way past my time. Yeah. <laughs> thank you very much, NBA uh, uh, so chairman, uh, Bariste Akububawa. Yeah, thank you. Well, stay tuned to the news top of the hour, 6 o'clock. Have a good evening. Bye now.
0: No drama. No drama. Because we're not your ex. We're not your ex. FM? Just Pure Vibes.
3: Well, me people oh dear, if you're lover, ya. Yeah, call ya yeah, boy with a golden touch and a diamond finger. Why a one can't hear? Me tell you, say, no radio station could a can't use, we. J101.9. G- we're on it, Mars, but called a dancer, David, the dance. David Board. But me tell you no, say if we na can't when a real David De we are number one in a old wild world.
4: Call
0: me selector run it. Kunama mamakin kua a Yasamo iya ku iya samun mafificin kayatattun Hausa? To, kadakura ku rasa Star times dadin kowa a wannan mako. Ku more mafificin jerin Filipino the ta the da Lieutenant Luterian. Sojar da take kan manufar daukar fansa akan makiyin mahaifinta a The General's Daughter. Kukasanchi kasance tare da jaruman Arewacinmu a cikin zamanin tauraru. kubari bari mafi soyuwa a cikin jaruman Canewood su yi tafiya ku a rayuwa. Ance waka ...pengsyiramu... No ...na no wakuk in hausa... ...aruhin sauti... ...kuma... ...idangkai maso yang wasa... ...nam Bollywood ni... ...tuh... ...kadakar sabon jarum wasa... ...na Ganga. ...ku syariah Ayanzu... ...ayain damuka kau... ...wenang kunsi... ...ASTE dahadung kuwa... ...akan tersyatat dari... ...dari seten debut... ...dari hudu dahudu... ...akan Star Times... ...Star Times... ...morala your zamaning... n n n n n we're not your ex. We're not your ex. J One One Point Nine FM. Just pure vibes. Five, four,
3: three, two, one. Eight. Switch up your game, your game and your radio.
2: Level up, level up.
3: J One for nine FM. The game changer. Level up, level up, level up. Level up. <sighs>
1: The news,
0: fresh and authoritative. Thank you for listening to JFM Podcasts.